0: What's going on guys It's DK back at you with another video here. It's bringing the Thursday night football showdown site between the chargers and the Raiders. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos, breaking down NBA NFL PGA esports, daily fantasy sports slates. Uh, before we get into the breakdown, I want to thank you guys again. The support has been absolutely insane. These last couple of days, we hit 800 over 800 concurrent viewers in the NBA live stream. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys i um, really, really do appreciate the support. If you guys enjoy all this content, uh, if you could leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos, you know when I go live, um, that would really help me out. And as always for these showdown sites, I'll be live 30 minutes before lock and for NBA for the preseason right now, I'm going to f- go live 45 minutes before lock. So I've got a ton, a ton of content you got coming out for you guys every single day with videos, with live streams, multiple videos, multiple live streams every single day. Also, if you guys cannot watch these videos, do up on the Apple Podcast. The link is in the description below to the DK DFS show. And finally, again I should probably have it up, but I want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring the show. If you got, if you guys are unfamiliar with Prize Picks, well, it's a site where you can bet on player props, right? So um, for example, right now, Austin Eckler's at 19.5. Uh, you can bet the over, you can bet the under. You can go from anywhere from two to five uh, bets uh, and you can mix sports, right? So you can play a couple of college basketball, pair with a couple of NFL. Uh, and you can win up to 10x your money. So if you guys are interested in signing up, you can use the code DKDFS. That's DKDFS, all one word. Link in the description below. 100% match up to $100. So you put $100 in, you get $200 to play with. It's a win-win. So yeah, with that all out of the way, let's jump into the video. All right, before we talk about players and their prices, let's take a look at the Vegas odds and the snap counts for each of these teams in their most recent game. So, uh... Vegas odds currently, it's sitting at a 53 over under. The Raiders are currently three and a half point favorites. Well, let's take a look at the snap counts. Uh, we'll start with the Chargers. So running back, Austin Eckler played about 60% of the snaps, and he was a guy who was really, really high on the main slate. Uh, he had a nice game, and that's about what we expected. Uh, Keelan Balaj played 32%, and in Justin Jackson's first game back, he played 15% of the snaps, so they utilized three backs in this one. At wide receiver, it was Guyton, it was Allen, it was Ty Johnson playing the majority of the game. Now, we do have Mike Williams' status up in the air. If he does uh, miss, then Tyler Johnson stands to benefit. If he does play, then Tyler Johnson, like we saw in week 13, uh, would would not play a ton. right? played 21% of snaps, whereas Mike Williams played 82%. So, um, got to keep an eye on that with uh, the status of Mike Williams. At tight end... Um, no real surprise here. Hunter Henry played 90% of snaps. The XFL legend, uh, Darnell Palm, played 19% of snaps. He actually is a good pass-catching tight end, Parm, that is, uh, but he's just not playing a ton. Running backs for Oak, or for the Raiders, I should say. Uh, Josh Jacobs only played 43% of the snaps. That was his first game back from an ankle injury. Rashard played 31%. Booker played 28%. I do expect the snaps to go up for Jacobs, but again, by how much is the question. At wide receiver, Rugs, Aguilar, like no one played a ton here. Rugs, Aguilar, Renfro, like hovered in the fifty to sixty percent range. Edwards and Zay Jones played at about a quarter of the game. Now we do have no news that Henry Ruggs is out for COVID. So, um, you know, Renfro, his role is not going to change. He's still going to play at the slot. I think Pot probably plays a little more, and I think Brian Edwards, Zay Jones, kind of fill in as well. I think they probably both go up to maybe in the forty to fifty percent range for snap counts. So both those guys are potential value plays. Uh, on this one. And a tight end, again, no real surprise here either. Waller, 97% of snaps. Uh, They do, you know, will utilize two tight ends here and there. Moreau, Witten, again, they utilize a little, but not a ton. So let's start at the top here. And Justin Herbert at 11.8K. You know, last couple games has been disappointing. No doubt about it. Six and 16 fancy points, but he's still airing it out a ton. 53 and 44 pass attempts. So um, I expect Herbert to have a better game uh, in this one the matchup's also pretty good against the Raiders and this one is a on the higher end for over-unders 53 so there should be some points scored in this one again Herbert does possess upside I think you know these last couple games will lower the ownership Um and for cash games it's tricky because we have a lot of you know high volume guys we have Allen we have Eckler you know even Waller. So. Normally I advocate for playing both quarterbacks and cash games. I don't necessarily think you have to play both quarterbacks for cash just because again, the targets are so high in Allen. Same with Eckler, right? He's just going to get a ton of targets. Waller kind of the same thing. So there's a lot of guys that are high volume guys up here, other than the quarterbacks that I think you could look to. So you don't necessarily have to play both in cash games um, at, at the price for Herbert. I think he does go a little lower owned just because you have Allen, you have Eckler below him and you have Waller, you have some other guys. So, I don't think he's going to be super, super popular. I do think he bounces back in this one, though. Um, Keenan Allen's at 11K. They have him. They have Eckler. They have Henry. All of this just questionable. They're all limited. I expect them to be full go. Full go. Sorry, can't talk. It's been a long day. Uh, targets, I always mention this with the Keenan Allen. 19, 10, 11, and 11 targets. Uh, now, they're they're not long routes, right? He's He had five catches, 48 yards, nine catches for 52 yards, but he still possesses upside. He had the one game, 16 catches, 145 yards. Um, so I do like Keenan down quite a bit. I think he's a really, really safe play if you can get to him. And same with Eckler. I like the top two targets here for the Chargers are so safe. He's their bell cow back, right? They still will utilize Balazs, Justin Jackson a bit, but I expect about 60% of the snaps. He had 15 carries for 79 yards. He's very, very involved in the passing game. So I really like Eckler. I really like Keenan Allen. I think you can definitely play both because um, that's mostly where the Chargers offense is, right? It's Allen, it's Eckler. Um, So I really like those guys at the top. Derek Carr's at 10K. So Raiders are, you know, a run-first team. But last couple games, we've seen 47-45 and pass attempts. Now, that game against the Colts, they fell behind, so kind of needed it. But the game against the Jets, you know, they were playing from ahead. He still threw the ball 47 times. 35-28 uh, and 28 fancy points in back-to-back games. I think he will probably be higher-owned just because of the recent games. Um, for me, I personally, even though uh, Herbert is more expensive I think i give that to Herbert because I think he is lower owned for GPPs. Uh, but I have no issue with Carr at 10K. Again, a safer option. Quarterbacks do have the highest floor on the slate. But like I said, this slate's a little bit different for Sean because we have a lot of high-volume guys with Allen, with Eckler, with Waller. Uh, you can make the argument for Jacobs too. Let's see. So Darren Waller himself at 9.4K. Well, we know this guy has insane upside. They're missing a, a, a piece of the passing game with Henry Ruggs. Could argue maybe that helps Darren Waller even more. Either way, that they're just gonna look to him a ton. 7, 7, 17, and 10 targets. He's averaging like over double digit targets. He does possess a lot of upside. Now, the floor on Waller is probably lower than guys like Eckler, guys like Keen and Allen, but he still possesses a good amount of upside and is a little bit cheaper. Um, so yeah, I really like the top targets here for each team, right? With Allen with Eckler, with Waller. Um, you're going to have to make some tough calls there and who you're going to prioritize. But yeah, the guys at the top, I do really, really like, um, below that we have Josh Jacobs at 8.8 K. So his first game back that kind of limited him. My issue with Josh Jacobs is he's kind of game flow dependent. Sure. He had three catches and five targets. That's actually more of an outlier. Normally he's a guy that'll get like one or two catches. Um, so you kind of need them to be playing from ahead, and they did utilize Rashard. They did utilize Devontae Booker. So it does worry me. I know. I know it's only, or he missed the last game, so maybe they limited him a bit. But I think in the moment at eight eight, he's just more of a contrarian option. Now that's not saying he's out of play. He does still possess upside. He's still their most talented running back. But um, at this price, like I personally feel more comfortable with Waller. I feel more comfortable with Allen. I feel more comfortable with Eckler, uh, for a little bit more. Now Agalor is at seven four. I think he's gonna be a pretty popular play in the mid range, and it's hard to argue what he's been doing. He's been pretty consistent. Nine, six, 11, nine targets. He's been their most consistent wide receiver. No Henry Ruggs. Again, I think he probably plays a little bit more. Now, sure, he does still have issues dropping the football, but you're getting him at a nice discount off some of those guys at the top. I think Aguilar is a perfectly fine play in the mid-range if you need someone there. Mike Williams at 6.2K. Well, we've got to keep an eye on this. He was limited in practice. He missed the last game, so uh, we'll see. Again, if he misses, we can look to Ty Johnson, but they priced him up a bit. If he plays, Mike Williams is in play for GPPs. He's going to run the deep routes. He possesses big play upside, but does have a pretty low floor. I would compare him maybe to a guy like Hollywood Brown, right? Like we just recently saw Hollywood Brown has a pretty low floor, uh, but the ceiling is there for Mike Williams at six, two. Again, more of a GPP play for me. Hunter Henry. Well, he's just been pretty safe. Besides the new England game. Again, no one did anything in the new England game. Like he's averaging what seven, eight targets a game. Um, you know, basically averaging double-digit fantasy points. He's a safe target here. I don't think he's going to kill you. Is he going to win you a GPP? I don't think so, um, unless he probably scores a couple touchdowns. But I think, he, again, he's a safe option. I expect seven to eight targets. Uh, this Chargers team has been passing the ball a lot. It's a good matchup. So, yeah, Henry in the mid-range, I think is a safe option. Absolutely no issue. Again, we mentioned Rugs. He's out. Ty Johnson, this is strictly dependent on Mike Williams. If Mike Williams plays, I have no interest in Ty Johnson. If Mike Williams is out, you can look to Ty, Tyrone Johnson, who played – a good amount of the game the last game 74% of snaps when Williams was out now Renfro again his role is not going to change he's still going to play out of the slot so it's not he's going to line up out wide more with rugs out like he is still just gonna be the slot receiver so nothing really changes for him I think the ownership might go up on him I don't think he's a bad play though like slot receiver nine six seven targets Raiders, again, recently they've been passing a little bit more. So 4-8, I think he's fine. I I think he might be a little bit over-owned. Um, and like I said, his role is not going to change. He's still going to play out the slot. Like, the biggest benefit is Zay Jones and Brian Edwards with Rugs being out. The kickers, Badgley, uh, Carlson, fine options uh, below 4K. Again, kickers have upside about 10 to 15 fantasy points. Definitely viable. The defense is not as excited with the Chargers or Raiders. Uh, neither defense is great. Again, this one is... Tending towards the O or you know a higher scoring game, 53 over under. So for me, I only make one lineup. I'm not really looking to the defenses. Now, Guyton at 28, I actually think that's a little bit too cheap for a guy that uh, even if Michael Owens plays, I expect him to play a lot. Because he played like 80% of the snaps the previous game when Michael Owens was available. So sure, he's not getting targeted a ton, but he's somebody you can look to for salary relief. Four, seven, three targets. Again, not great, but he's going to be out the majority of the game either way. So Guyton, I actually think is a pretty nice cheap play. There's also a good amount of now we get to like all the back running backs. I think actually all four are in play. Bellage at two four. So you know in the games that Eckler missed, he was really good. Now the last game seven carries, 14 yards, one catch on two targets. The issue I have with Balage is Justin Jackson is healthy and right. They kind of limited Justin Jackson. I feel like Justin Jackson will um, leapfrog Bellage in the depth chart. So. That does worry me with Bellage. Um, You know, again, if we look at their most recent game, and Justin Jackson's first game from injury, back from injury, 32% for Balage, 15% for Jackson. I think they go up for Jackson, um, but that's just my guess. In the last game for Jackson, he had three carries, nine yards, three catches, and three targets. Uh, so both these Chargers backs are in play. Both do, obviously, are, are not slam dunk plays, but I think, you know, we'll get some decent work from both. Um, I, I, I expect the snaps to go down for Balazs and Jackson, and Jackson's snaps to go up, but uh, you never know. Booker and Rashard got a little bit more work than usual with Jacobs being limited. Booker had four carries, eight yards of the last game, three catches and three targets. Richard, more of their scat back, their PPR back. He had two carries for 10 yards, four catches and five targets. Um, for me, I think I would give that just to Rashard at one-two. I think he's their better pass-catching back. Uh, both played similar snaps. Rashard is slightly cheaper. Um, yeah, Richard played 31%, Booker up by 28%. So I think if you're going to make me pick there, it would be Richard, but not saying Booker's out of play. Really, all four of the backup running backs are in play on the slate if you need some cheap value. Below this, Foster Moreau, him and Witten are the backup tight ends here for uh, the Raiders. Again, I expect a target or two for these guys. They're more just in the dart throw range. Uh, Witten's at the at $200. Again, if you need something super cheap, you can do it, but don't expect more than one to two targets. Now, the guys that are intriguing that I think have upside are Zay Jones, Brian Edwards, right? Because Aguilar is going to line up out wide. Uh Renfro's gonna line up in the slot. Who is gonna line up on the opposite side out wide? Is it gonna be Zone? Is it gonna be Zay Jones? Is it gonna be Edwards? I think it's gonna be a mix of the two. Um, you know, to start the season, it was Brian Edwards as the starting wide receiver. So Maybe he gets the nod. I mean, he played 29% compared to Jay Jones, 24%. Both are in play. And I expect, you know, probably around 40-ish percent for both of the snaps. Jay Jones at $800. Yeah, viable. Does possess upside. Uh, Same thing with uh, Brian Edwards at $400. So there is actually a ton of cheap value in this slate. I think it's going to make for a really, really interesting showdown site because, for me, it's a stars and scrubs build. Like, I want to prioritize trying to get at least – three guys at the top that we went over with the quarterbacks with those top targets and then i'm going to find value down here and there's a decent amount of potential value here below that though that's probably it like pope um don't expect him to play uh ingolds their fullback i mean they actually do like have targeted him one time or three times three games ago one he's averaging about a little over a target a game again dart throw range uh theoretics of four string back don't think he plays and that really wraps it up for the player by player breakdown so again let's talk cash and this one's a tricky one for cash games i don't necessarily think you got to play both quarterbacks because we have allen with eckler we have waller so you know what would i do i think i would get allen and eckler and then maybe one of the quarterbacks i don't mess around with ross construction but like i want to get like two or three of these guys at the top, and then my approach, again, is going to be more of the Stars and Scrubs build because I think there's there's a good amount of potential value there at the bottom. So, you know, can we jam in for these guys? Let's see. Let's just say we throw, I don't know, let's just say we throw Waller and the captain with Allen, with Eckler, with one of the quarterbacks. You can still do it. So, you know, that's kind of the build I'm going to lean for. I'm going to lead towards at the moment. I like the Stars and Scrubs. Again, I like a lot of the guys at the top. There are still some decent plays in the mid-range where the guy like Aguilar gets a boost. Hunter Henry's really safe. Uh, Renfro's a fine play in the slot, but I think there's 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 value here with you know the backup running backs, with uh, those other wide receivers, the Raiders we talked about. So that's kind of how I'm think I'm going about this slate. Um, and for gbps we know again, 75% of the time, either a running back or wide receiver is in the captain in the winning lineup. So the guys I really like, there's there's a slim group guys of, of I would consider for the captain for gbps It's Keenan Allen, it's Austin Eckler, it's Darren Waller. And that's probably it. Like, you, you can make the argument for Aguilar. Maybe you can make the argument for Henry. Um, you know, there's always the potential build of, like, taking a shot in someone super cheap. So maybe you re- feel really confident about Zay Jones. You think he plays, like, over half the game with no um, Henry Rux. Then, sure, you could make a lineup of this. This is not something I would advocate for for one lineup. But if you're making multiple lineups a ton, sure, like, he catches a long touchdown, he gets you there. So you could do something like that. And then, like, jam in everyone else you want into the lineup, right? So, that that is a viable build. But really, for me, the guys I'm looking to are the guys at the top. So, Eckler, Allen, Waller, that's where I'm looking at, Captain. Uh, but that's gonna do it for today's video, guys. So, if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when to upload videos, so you know when to go live. As always, guys, again, 30 minutes before lock for the show on site, I'll be live. So, make sure to check on the live stream. Thanks again. I hope you guys have a great day and I will see you in the live stream on Thursday.